Welcome to Learn Medical Spanish. Today I'll be going over phrases you could use to tell a Spanish-speaking patient in the emergency room about the testing and treatment you're planning to do if they have shortness of breath, a Spanish-speaking patient with shortness of breath. So these are phrases you would do to tell them, hey, I'm going to do these tests and we have these treatment options, things like that. Quick note before we get started, the CME course called Essential EM Spanish, so in other words, it's for emergency medicine providers, that CME course is currently $200 off for one week. So if you're listening to this around the time it comes out in December 2021, then that sale is going through December 15th. So I'll put a link in the show notes or the episode description so you can easily find that course, and you'd use the code HOLIDAY200 to get $200 off. All right, now let's get into the topic. So shortness of breath, testing, and treatment. So as usual, I'll say the phrases in English first, and then I'll give you a minute to think about the translation, and then I'll say it in Spanish. I'll pause so you can repeat it, and then I'll say it again in Spanish and pause again so you can repeat it. Here's the first phrase. We will do. Think about how to say that in Spanish. Vamos a hacer. Vamos a hacer. So as you can probably tell, that's introducing a list. So there are several things coming after that which would be introduced by that phrase. We will do X, Y, Z, etc. So we will do blood tests. Think about how to say blood tests. Pruebas de sangre. Pruebas de sangre. As usual, there's more than one way to say this. So another one would be estudios de sangre. But here's the next phrase. An EKG. And you have to say a longer version of this. An EKG. Un electrocardiograma. Un electrocardiograma. So that's a mouthful, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's how you say it, and it's it's easier if you see it written. So if you're just listening on the podcast, this is also on YouTube if you want to see it, or you can find the phrases on my website as well, and those links are all in the. Uh, video description or the episode description, depending on where you are. All right, next phrase, x-ray. Rayos X. Rayos X. Or you could say imaging, just in general, imaging. Radiografía. Radiografía. Ultrasound. Ultrasonido. Ultrasonido. Did you take aspirin today? Tomó aspirina hoy? 
tomó aspirina hoy? How much? Cuánto? Cuánto? If you wanted to say how many milligrams, you could say cuántos miligramos. Cuántos miligramos. We will give you. So we're switching to treatment now. We will give you. Le vamos a dar. Le vamos a dar. So once again, this is introducing multiple phrases that come after it. We will give you this, that, and the other. Medicine. Medicina. Medicina. A pill. So just kind of a different way of saying things, depending on what it is. A pill. Una pastilla. Una pastilla. Or make that plural. Pills. Pills. How would you make that plural? Pastillas. Pastillas. An injection. Una inyección. Una inyección. Injections. So again, we're making it plural. Injections. Inyecciones. Inyecciones. And yes, you could include that um, that article before it. When we say una inyección, means an injection. You could say unas inyecciones, which would mean like some injections, if you wanted to phrase it that way. So either way would be okay. We will give you injections or we'll give you a few injections. IV fluids or intravenous fluids. Suero por la vena. Suero por la vena. So when phrases are in parentheses on the YouTube video or on the written list, that means you could leave that part out. So the IV or por la vena, which means through the vein. So the suero implies a type of fluid that you would give them through an IV. And you could clarify por la vena or you might not need to. A breathing treatment. Un tratamiento respiratorio. Un tratamiento respiratorio. 
a mask to help you breathe, like CPAP or BiPAP. Una máscara para ayudarle a respirar. Una máscara para ayudarle a respirar. And that word máscara would also be useful, for example, right now with COVID-19, people are wearing masks and sometimes you need to tell them to take their mask off or pull it down or something. You could say baje su máscara or baje la máscara to be like pull down the mask if you needed to look in their mouth, for instance. Next phrase, medicine to relax you. So we're still using that introduction, we will give you blank. We will give you medicine to relax you. Medicina para relajarle. Medicina para relajarle. We need to intubate you. Le necesitamos intubar. Le necesitamos intubar. First, we will sedate you for the intubation. In other words, first, we will sedate you. Primero, le vamos a sedar. Primero, le vamos a sedar. Is that okay? Está bien? Está bien? Wait here, please. Espere aquí, por favor. Espere aquí, por favor. The nurse will come. Viene la enfermera. Viene la enfermera. You may have noticed technically that's present tense, even though I said the nurse will come, which is future tense, but they would understand it either way. If you want to be technical, you could say vendrá, vendrá la enfermera, which means the nurse will come. But a lot of times you can use present tense to mean something that will happen in the future in Spanish. So viene la enfermera suggests the nurse is going to come. I will come back later to tell you the test results. Regreso más tarde para avisarle de los resultados. Regreso más tarde para avisarle de los resultados. You could shorten that slightly and say 
para darle los resultados. Regreso más tarde para darle los resultados. So that's a slightly shorter way that I could have used there. Uh, this is another example of using the present tense to mean something that will happen in the future, and that is common in Spanish. So regreso más tarde, I come back later, meaning I will come back later. Now we're re-evaluating the patient. So the next phrase is, do you feel better? Se siente mejor. Se siente mejor. The same. Igual. Igual. Or you could say lo mismo. Also means the same, basically. Worse. Peor. Peor. Do you still feel short of breath? Todavía siente falta de aire? Todavía siente falta de aire? It looks like you have. Parece que tiene. Parece que tiene. And of course, that phrase is ends with an ellipse because it's like now we're going to say we have we could have a list of different conditions. You have pneumonia. You have you know a viral infection. You have asthma, an asthma flare up, whatever it is. So I didn't include all those conditions in this particular dialogue, but I'll include things like that in, at another time. So that is the last phrase. So at the beginning, I mentioned the CME course that has similar dialogues to this is currently on sale. So there will be a link in the video description or the podcast episode description, which you can find below or in your app or whatever. And uh, you can also find the list of these phrases on my website. And as I alluded to, if you're on the podcast, you can find this on YouTube. And if you're on YouTube, you can find this on the podcast. So if you have a preference about how to, how to consume this content. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time on Learn Medical Spanish. The Learn Medical Spanish podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to see your own medical providers. It also is not a substitute for using a medical interpreter when needed. 